I'm Emily Badger. I'm a reporter with The New York Times. Since the pandemic, empty office buildings have become much more common in many cities. Why can't we just turn them into housing? It's actually a really complicated question. To answer this question, you have to find a developer trying to turn an office building into apartments, ride a rickety elevator to the 30th floor of a construction site to see the interior guts of a building finds an expert in incandescent light bulbs who can explain to you how they fundamentally change office buildings. And that's just the beginning of what you have to do. When you subscribe to The New York Times, you are sending reporters like me out into the world to ask questions of dozens of different experts, to go and visit places most people don't get to go, to try to come back with answers, and then turn all of that into something that anyone can understand. If you'd like to become a subscriber, head to nytimes.com slash subscribe. You need to see the animated floor plans in this piece. From the New York Times, I'm Natalie Kitroweth. It's Tuesday, October 1st. Here's what you need to know today. The Times reports that on a recent phone call, President Trump asked Australia's prime minister to help U.S. Attorney General Bill Barr gather information for a Justice Department inquiry that Trump hopes will discredit the Mueller investigation. The White House restricted access to the transcript of the conversation with the Australian prime minister to a small group of aides, an unusual move that mirrors the handling of Trump's July 25th call with the president of Ukraine. And Uh, I am uh, delighted to be here today. Uh, I'm also sure the leadership of North Korea is delighted that I'm here today in a private capacity. (laughs) At least that's what I've read. In his first public remarks since being fired by President Trump, former National Security Advisor John Bolton criticized the president for his approach to North Korea, suggesting it was naive and dangerous. I think the strategic decision that Kim Jong-un is operating uh, through is that he will do whatever he can to keep a deliverable nuclear weapons capability and to develop and enhance it further. Under current circumstances, he will never give up the nuclear weapons voluntarily. In his speech, Bolton implicitly challenged the Trump administration approach of trying to convince North Korea, through negotiations, to give up its nuclear weapons, saying it would never work and that North Korea cannot be trusted. If you believe, and you may not, that it is unacceptable for North Korea to have nuclear weapons, at some point, military force has to be an option. Finally, On Monday, California's governor, Gavin Newsom, signed into law a measure allowing college athletes at public and private universities in the state to sign endorsement deals with major companies, a decision that could ultimately transform the economics of college sports. Billions and billions of dollars, 14-plus billion dollars goes to these universities, goes to these colleges, billion-plus revenue to the NC2A themselves. And the actual product, the folks that are putting their lives on the line, putting everything on the line, uh, are getting nothing. Under current rules, such deals are prohibited, allowing universities and TV networks to profit from college sports, but preventing the athletes themselves from earning money. It's going to initiate dozens of other states to introduce similar legislation, and it's going to change college sports for the better by having now the interests, finally, of the athletes 
on par with the interests of the institutions. Now we're rebalancing that power arrangement. In a statement on Monday, the NCAA, the governing body of college athletics, said that it would, quote, consider next steps in California and warned that, quote, a patchwork of different laws from different states will make unattainable the goal of providing a fair and level playing field. That's it for today. I'm Natalie Kitroeff. See you tomorrow. This year, a very important public figure turns 80. He sent us his wish for his birthday. My wish is for everyone to practice wildfire safety, because only you can prevent wildfires. That sounds easy enough. Bet you don't know who it is. Nah, of course you do. It's Smokey Bear. Let's all make sure Smokey's wish comes true by learning his wildfire prevention tips at SmokeyBear.com. Because Smokey Bear lives within us all. Brought to you by the USDA Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council.